0: Farewell. A Vita Sana do I love when we harmonize to open the show. It really just like puts me in the space where I feel connected to you.
1: It really feels like we missed our calling. I think
0: we might have. At least we're now we're talking shit on the internet for a yeah. living. Yeah. So that's nice.
1: I mean when I try and say to my children they're just like Stop. Don't do that. Ava, stop, mama. No.
0: Yeah, my kids do that too. No, we don't especially in the car. Yeah. So when I try and like throw a fucking two step in there with yeah. it, they're like Ew. Mama, stop. Immediately stop.
1: What are you doing?
0: Oh, God. It just kills me because I'm, I'm like.
1: Singing. do am singing. Do you not understand? I'm trying really fucking hard right now. I
0: know. Sometimes, like, my biggest flaw is that I sing too beautifully. Yeah. And it annoys people that I'm so good at singing.
1: My flaw is that sometimes I'm just too awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm just too awesome. So, you know, <laughs> jot that down. Remember that. Yeah. Okay, remember that.
1: Remember that for next time. Just
0: kidding.
1: So this week we wanted to talk about entertaining.
0: Special episode alert.
1: Everything Cracks Entertainment Guide. Entertainment. So throwing a big, awesome fucking party. Or a small one. what
0: we love to fucking do. Or a small one. Entertaining is really personal.
1: Yeah, whatever makes you happy, whatever fills your heart and soul with joy. Absolutely. Fills your cup. This is all about filling your cup. Filling your cup. As a mom... Wife significant other. Just you grandma, know what, living whatever. your best fucking yeah. life.
0: So entertaining, I think, falls into two categories. Okay. I and mean, you just kind of touched on it. It's either you're having a fucking banger or you're having like a small dinner party. And let's just jump right into it. I think that's step number one in effective entertaining, effective hosting, is knowing what category your gathering is going to fall into. Yeah.
1: What's your, what's, your, what's your crowd? What's, what's, your, what's your, your crowd? Team? Whatever.
0: How big of a gathering are you planning on having? Because it is going to determine pretty much everything else about how you go about doing this. Yes. I love to host. Yes, you do. I host a lot of things at my house. I host a lot of holidays. I host a lot of girls' nights. I host a lot of just parties in general. And I've got it kind of down to a science now. And it's something that I think people get very overwhelmed with yeah. very, very quickly.
1: Overthinking it.
0: Overthinking it. And my personal philosophy is that if you follow some like specific guidelines and do a little bit every day, it's not stressful at all. If I know I'm going to host like a big, big party, I will start months in advance. I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I do. I like, if it were up to me, I would have my whole minority report board full of shit for the entire year. Plan it all out. So I know who's doing what when, yep. when we're going on vacation. There are events throughout the year I want to hit. It's on everybody's calendar. It's on everybody's radar. That's the type of bitch that I am. I like to know what is going on.
1: Yeah. Know the next step. Know what to expect.
0: My husband, on the other hand, is not that way. He is very, like, fly by the seat of his pants on a fucking whim. He's like, I'm going to fucking Africa next week. You want to come? No. No, I don't. I have shit to do, my friend. (laughs) I can't fucking go with you to Egypt right now. I apologize. Like, he, like, literally, like, it would not surprise me ever if he was, like, so next week I'm going to go to South Korea for, like, two months. Um, how do you feel about that? Planning an event of any size, really. It's kind of a microcosm of that. If you're planning a really big party, like, if you're having, like, some kind of, like, really big Christmas party, or if you're having some kind of, like, summertime backyard barbecue where you know you're inviting... Everybody you know, everybody in the neighborhood, all your friends, all your family, everybody. Start months in advance. Step number one, it sounds so fucking corny and stupid, start a Pinterest board. Or
1: some type of like vision board. Start a vision start board. Some
0: type of vision board. Yes. I like Pinterest because I think it has like the most, it's searchable, it's easy, everything's kind of right there. It's super mm-hmm. organized. You can like compartmentalize a board into different sections of what you want, what you don't want. For me, that's step number one. I'll go through and I'll start just brainstorming ideas. I'll just, you know, type in some few, like, key search words. Backyard barbecue. Adult games. That one pops up some interesting yeah, results. Yeah, like adult
1: games. My it concept, goes one of yeah. two ways.
0: I think you can figure out what they are. Yeah. Adult games. Food ideas. Um, like, theme ideas. Things like that. Just get kind of a general idea of where I'm going with
1: this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: find that to be very helpful. Second thing that I do is plan my menu. Food, talked about this before, food for me is of paramount importance. If I go somewhere, like I eat, right? Like I eat, no matter where I fucking go. People are like, oh my God, just like skip the food. No one ever eats at parties. Not if you invite me. (laughs) That's me. Not if you invite me.
1: And you say the opposite.
0: I'm like, I will eat your food. Put it out. I will eat your fucking food. I promise you. I will. It will not go to waste around me or my husband, for that matter. I prioritize food and drinks. I like to have some kind of a, depending on the situation, some kind of a signature cocktail. Mm -hmm. I will usually, I, I, I don't generally do catering. I will cook all of my own food. So I will batch a giant cocktail and I will plan out a menu that I know I can personally execute. But if cooking is not your thing, your second step after getting your theme together should be finding a caterer that you feel shares your vision for your event. Right, correct. Whether that's a food truck, whether it's traditional catering, whatever it is, get your food together first. Also, if you're hiring a bartender, get your liquor sorted out first also. That should be 1 and 1A. Theme, food and beverage. I feel that the hallmark of a great party is something that's highly curated. If your event has a flow, has a theme, there's never really a moment where people don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I think that that makes for the most memorable experience, and I think if you're going to have a big party... Mm-hmm. It should be an experience. I'm not talking about like a kid's birthday. Like, that's a different kind of experience. Right, right, right. I'm talking about like if you're throwing like a really big holiday party for your friends, or you know, you want to, you know, host a really big
1: summer kickoff party, summer, or, whatever it is. Yeah. There pig should roast. be
0: some pig roast, fucking luau, whatever you want. There should be some kind of curation involved in it. The thing that I do next because I ever up like my theme my food and beverages, mm-hmm. I will think through the entire event. I will start putting together the sequence of events, the way that I want things to flow.
1: Now, will you do that for all events? Like, yes. so like even, this, yes. I guess like, for your, like Christmas Eve, you know, you have a certain round yep. of events when you've hosted like a summer barbecue party. Yep. Like you, you have an idea of like, okay, we are going to, I mean, you're going to elaborate on it probably, but we're going to, people are going to arrive between this chunk of time after people arrive. Like this is when food is going to be set out. And then this is when I can anticipate, you know, more heavy drinking happening or whatever it may be.
0: Yep. So these, all of these like first rules are really for any type of party. Start early, get your food and beverage in order, figure out your theme, start brainstorming. Mm -hmm. After that, after you figure out what exactly you want the party, what your end result is going to be, start reverse engineering things. Start thinking about all of the things you'll need to support your theme, your food and beverage. Get all of your um, serving ware out. Get all of your seating out. Set up all your tables. How many tables? Are you gonna, how many people are you going to have? Um, do you need a tent? Is it going to be outdoors? Do you need lighting? Right. Shit like that. Get all of that together. If you host a lot of parties, I've invested in purchasing things. Like we have folding tables, we have chairs, we have lighting, we have tents, we have shit like that. If this is like a one-off, if this is like a graduation party, rent it and that should be your next step. After you're done catering and Bev, get your rentals squared away. Get out all of the things that you have at your house. Your serving wear, chafing dishes, glassware if you're not hiring a bartender, things like that. Find your punch bowls find your nice china or silverware if you're doing like a seated dinner if it's like a smaller thing get all that shit out put it on your counter and i go as far as i will take like pieces of notebook paper and write on the notebook paper like what exactly every dish is for Mm -hmm. and i'll put it in the dish i'll just like stack it up and leave it somewhere until i need it that way i know i have all of the things that i need for like my menu yeah I have all of the proper serving utensils, serving dishes, all of the stuff for my menu. If you're cooking, like if it's a dinner party, for yeah. example, if you're cooking, I then go through my menu and I will write out each. Oh, like I'll get all the dishes in each course written out. And then I'll go through each dish and I'll write out all of the ingredients for each dish. Just like on a sheet of paper, just write it out one after the other, one after the other. Because then from that list, you'll find that there's a lot of different dishes that have like onions in them. The same, yeah. Or garlic. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of overlap, Mm -hmm. right? So that way you can then make your shopping list. And you know how many of each thing you'll need total. So That's not the
1: advice that I need because, like, I love to host. I love to go throw a good party or, like, casual gatherings. Yeah. But, like, I will plan the menu or think about those things, and then I'll go to the store and be like, oh, shit, I forgot onions, which I need for three of these dishes. You know right. what I mean?
0: So write out all of your dishes, write out every ingredient in that dish, and then go through. And I go through. It's like, okay first you know thing on my list is bread Mm -hmm. I'll go through and I'll start looking through the list see how many other times bread appears and from that amount I will see like how much bread do I need
1: right okay how many Mm -hmm. onions
0: do I need how many this how many that that's how I come up with my shopping list I'll do my shopping like four three or four days ahead of time Mm -hmm. after I figure that I'm sorry after I figure that out I will then start with decor decor is important to me depending on the situation like if i'm hosting like a casual girls night yeah couldn't give a fuck about decor
1: right because nobody that's not what that's not what the
0: vibe is like understanding the context of the event if it's a birthday party obviously it's very different you need balloons and shit or whatever the fuck you want to do if it's you're having like a i feel like most of the
1: stuff you talked about (laughs) now in terms of the steps has been involved with a, a larger scale or a more formal event like a dinner party. So it depends.
0: I, well, it, yeah, yeah, I well, think for like
1: the thing for like a girls' night, like a casual. So girls for night. A girls'
0: night, I, for me, it all applies. Everything I've talked about yeah. applies to everything. Because if I'm hosting a girls' night, I'm also cooking. True. Like yeah. I will make a meal. Yeah. Or I will make multiple hors d'oeuvres hors- or
1: something. Yeah.
0: So it for me the way that I so and again entertaining is very individual. For me, I'm like, if people are going to come to my house...
1: You approach it the same
0: way. I approach it the same way. You
1: approach every event. There will always be alcohol.
0: There will always be food. There will always be some kind of curation, whether it's moderate or whether it's like very heavily curated. For example, this year for Christmas Eve, we did Family Olympics. Yep. There was a schedule to the day... Schedules to the evening, the games, all of the things. It was all very put together. For other things, I'm just having, like, a barbecue and, like, you know, a few people over. There's no, like, okay, guys, now we're going to go in the backyard and we're going to play this. Like, everyone kind of just does what they want. But there is a certain time that food will be ready. There is a certain time that, you know, I'll, I'll have the alcohol out. Yeah. There is a certain time that I will do dessert. So this all kind of applies, no matter if it's a small gathering. Okay. Or if it's a big one, but back to okay. decor. So decor, like I said, if you're doing just a random get together on a weeknight, like I often do, there's no decor, unless it's you know Christmas time and I have my Christmas shit up anyway. But I'm not going to like hang streamers because I'm having like right right my right. gal's over on a Thursday night. You there's, know, like be a disco ball
1: in your living room. There will not be a disco ball in my stripper, living room. Stripper pole from no like, stripper
0: poles. We put all that away.
1: Okay. All right. That's a
0: different type of party, <laughs> but if it's like a birthday, you set the theme like we previously talked about, yeah. and then you will curate decor accordingly. If I'm doing something with a lot of decor, I pick one like focal feature of decor. I'll do like a giant balloon arch. Yeah, that's your jam, which I fucking love. You,
1: you she, Gina does the a most mean- impact.
0: For the least amount of money. It fills up space. It's a talking point. It looks really cool. They can come in all colors, shapes, sizes. You can add shit to it. You can put florals in there. You can put garland in there. You can put fringe in there. You can make a whole wall out of it.
1: Gina makes a mean balloon art. It is just the most
0: versatile type of decor that there is. Biggest bang for your buck is a, is balloon art of some sort. An arch, a wall, whatever. Mm-hmm. Garland, balloon garland, whatever it is. I will pick like one focal, like one big thing. Mm-hmm. And then based on whatever I come up with for that one focal feature, I will take like little tidbits of that and kind of spin it off into other areas of the party. Right? So like if if I was doing like, for example, like a spring baby shower okay and I did like a really big balloon focal thing for the baby shower and it was in the springtime and I had a lot of roses and flowers and greenery and shit like that I would take all of those greens I would take all of those flowers and you know work it into the buffet table to the to the you know dining tables to Mm -hmm. you know maybe making it I would, this is just my fucking craziness, make it into like a little flower crown for the mom-to-be to to wear while Mm -hmm. she's, Mm -hmm. you know, at the event. Work it all in. It all needs to be cohesive.
1: Okay. Cohesive Things look
0: sloppy when you're not cohesive. Take your big feature and then take little pieces of that and then put it in other places. And that's how you get the event to look curated cohesive love that that's what it is with decor okay my next and final step is that you need to do something to entertain people there needs to be one like really fun thing that you have at your party because at the end of the day entertaining is meant to entertain. entertain so if i'm doing like a kid's birthday i'll rent like a soft serve ice cream machine they fucking go wild I'll do, like, a whole bar. I'll get all the toppings. Each kid gets their cup. They come up. I work the machine. I pull the lever. What do you want, little Johnny? Do you want brownie bits? Do you want sprinkles? Do you want gummy bears? Do you want M&Ms? Do you want whipped cream and a cherry on top? And they fucking go bananas. They love it.
1: That's such a great idea.
0: Such a good idea. Mm -hmm. For kids who are a little older, like, for example, my daughter's birthday. This year I bought in bulk, and it was cheap. You can get little unfinished. Like, she's having, like, this is the first year she's having like an all girls party like she Mm -hmm. doesn't want any boys there. she wants her like girlfriends okay there so i got them all like it's a unicorn theme so i got them all little unfinished um like little unicorn trinket boxes okay that they'll get to paint oh cute and like you can glaze you can buy the glaze Mm -hmm. you spray it you Mm -hmm. let it dry Mm -hmm. Or you put it in the oven or whatever and they get to take that home as a souvenir that's something really fun that they get to do there's some other things, like I went a little nutty with her birthday, but it's fewer kids, so I don't care, whatever. With an adult party, you could rent a DJ. Yeah. You could find them on Craigslist for like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. They come with all their shit. A lot yeah. of them will, will let you like write them a playlist, and you they'll just play your shit all night. You want to do the Cotton Eye Joe, they'll fucking do the Cotton Eye Joe. And oh, honestly, God. when you're fucking litty-titty at 2 a.m., doing the Cotton Eye Joe is the funnest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. So much fun. The electric slide, love it. The Cupid Shuffle, get in there. Like, let's go. Another thing I do with adult parties is I'll, like, get an ice luge. Mmm. So fun. You know what? My sisters COVID ice- notwithstanding, but we used to do that all the time. Yeah,
1: my sisters have ice luge. I remember when... Not when they lived here, but... I remember like, seeing pictures of her doing ice luges at so many parties. So, like, so it was like a fun. thing of like the early 2010s. Is that- Dude,
0: so much fun. Yeah. I found this place in Watertown. They will literally make you an ice sculpture of anything you want. And somehow they turned into an ice luge. Wow. I have an ice guy. He's my ice guy. I love that. It's the best.
1: I want an ice guy. I'm going to use the ice guy. Yes. Happ- I event.
0: will happily share this man. He is wonderful. Having something fun at a party makes the night.
1: It elevates it to a certain level. Elevates
0: it to a certain level because that's what people remember. Yeah. That's the experience part of it. Yeah. You can have the greatest food, but if your fucking party is boring, it's just a fucking get-together. Yeah. You need to have something fun, truly fun to do. That combined with the decor, the good food, the flowing drinks, the general... Cohesiveness of everything is what makes an event super fun, super memorable, and worth it. Yeah. If you're gonna do a party, it's gonna cost you money no matter what you do. Right. Right. Like if you're hosting, if you're like you're either you're hosting a dinner party for eight to ten people, or you're gonna have a hundred people at your house, it's going to cost you money. Right. The intention here is to be very thoughtful with in the ways in which you spend that money. To make the most impact. And that's how Gina Cosimitsky throws a party. I love it. It's so fun. I love to entertain. She does a great job at it. It's a lot of fun. Take notes. trying to get my husband on board with throwing more parties. We've talked about this idea of doing like a really big New Year's Eve party. Mm. It'll probably be after we renovate the house. We'll probably start doing it. Where like every room it has a different theme, and you go from like room to room to room, and everywhere you go there's like something a little bit different. I think at some point we're gonna start throwing that party.
1: New Year's Eve is one that, like, you know when I was waiting to uh, for Ryan to propose years ago. Oh God! I was like, oh okay, like I didn't care when I got married. I just wanted to be married. So I was like. I was like, okay, for like I'll get married in the spring, or I'll get married in the fall, or oh, we should get married on New Year's Eve. You know, just based on like when he was gonna propose. I was like prepared at any moment to like throw away your within, wedding was gonna be within six to twelve months. I was ready. I love this. And I always thought having a New Year's Eve wedding would be so fun because it's I feel so like it's like an under fun. under not an underutilized holiday, that's not the right word, but just like
0: It could be so much more.
1: Yeah, and I feel like I have a <clears throat> Not even a handful, probably two or three, like <clears throat> memorable New Year's Eves. Yeah, that were like super fun, and the rest kind of just all fell short. And so I have like a wedding to go to. Yeah, it, like, a, a great way to like okay, you throw on like a sparkly dress or like a dress with like a Dude, sparkly like addition, and great. I've but,
0: gone to one wedding on New Year's Eve, and it was so fun. Yeah, because anywhere you throw a wedding on New Year's Eve they allow you to keep the venue until midnight right so Which is something so rare like <clears throat> so rare usually they're like 10 five 10, hours yeah. cuts it off yeah. like your ceremony is at four your ceremony is at five it's an hour for the ceremony then you have the venue for four hours and like that's it like you're done by 10 p.m
1: yeah
0: there was it kind a kind of like, at like a puts, really nice hotel everybody like it was like super super black tie it was so much fun and that's, like, such a good built-in theme for a wedding. Yeah. Black tie, glitz and glamour, New Year's Eve. Right. So
1: fun. It gives it lets you have a black tie wedding without being a little pretentious. Yeah. That's my thought on that.
0: It's the best. I love New Year's Eve. But, yeah, I would like to start throwing, like, one big party a year.
1: An adult party. A An year. adult
0: party. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Although, at some point when my house is renovated, we'll have, like, a really great space for kids. And I think that like up in the third floor, mm-hmm. like that's going to be like the kids mm-hmm. playground up there. And by the time the renovation is done, um, we're our kids will like, we'll all be at least a little bit older where they can kind of police themselves up there. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's also another fun thing you can do. Right, with entertaining. It's like, okay, you're going to take it... Like, take for example, a New Year's Eve party. A lot of people have fucking kids. Right. Finding a babysitter on New Year's Eve? Fucking kill me. Yeah. Like, it's borderline impossible. Number one, because your babysitters generally are, like, teenagers or maybe they're in their early 20s home from college and, like, they want a fucking party, too. Right. Or... and, And there's that. And then... Everybody else is also looking for a babysitter. Right. Mm-hmm. So unless you book that shit six months in advance. When you start forget planning
1: it. your menu, you also, you need, also to- need to
0: book your okay. child care, okay? Like, work, jot that down, people. Work that into your planning process. <laughs> yeah. But New Year's Eve is a great example of how you can throw, like, a simultaneously fun party for adults and then also okay. have kids. Yeah right so you can have an early portion party or even like you could depending on like it's another thing like venue is something we didn't talk about yeah i'm talking about hosting a party like at your home yeah so if your home is set up in a way where like you have like a finished basement or you have like a third floor that's finished or whatever you can make one of those things into a strictly like kids fun zone yeah maybe you like hire a face painter Or maybe you hire a fucking magician. I don't know. Like someone to come and do kids things. Yeah. Or maybe you even just like... Instead of having to find... Everyone find a babysitter. Like all of your people. Maybe you hire like two. And they come to your house. And they're in charge of all the kids together. Yeah.
1: I love that. But they're there. Right. Like the
0: kids are there. So you don't have to like worry about getting home at a certain time. Because like at some point the kids are going to fucking pass out. Right? Like if you have a space... Or there's, like, a big couch or whatever, you bring sleeping bags for your kids, and they all just, like, pass out, and yeah. then like maybe you wake them up at 1 a.m., and you take them home, but, or maybe you just all have a big summer party. I don't know. Do you? But yeah. But having a party like that where kids are also involved, but there's something separate for them to do is also a really, really good idea just for, like, attendance purposes alone.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because. The number one reason people can't make it to your party is because I can't find childcare. Yeah, that's it. If you're planning a big party or you're planning a dinner party or whatever, and you put it on people's radar early enough, that's what I
1: was gonna say. Advanced notice is like huge. Advance notice like is,
0: is huge. It
1: gives people the t- that the time to, to plan, plan around ahead it, yeah, and to to book the child care or make sure that their significant other or their in-laws or their parents are around to yeah. watch the kids yeah. or be there for pickup or whatnot yep. to allow them to be able to attend.
0: Yes, for sure. Super, super important. But if you're willing and you have the space, having something for kids to do, like saying the whole family is invited, Yeah, we have taken into account the fact that you're going to have your kids with you there's going to be something separate for them to do where child care is included. Like there's a, there's a, there's like child care there provided for them. There's a space for them to be on their own. You know, maybe you set up a baby monitor in some area of your house. Like I said, a finished basement yeah, yeah. or an attic or whatever, where you can like walk around with your baby monitor so you can see all the kids make sure they're not, you know, smoking cigarettes and lighting shit on fire. Rate, but to build the that, cabinet. rating, the liquor cabinet, building that into your hosting or your party planning will probably double your attendance.
1: For sure, yeah.
0: And I think that also, you know, our our demographic of people, like I think by and large kind of want their kids around, but it's also simultaneously a massive inconvenience. Because here you are trying to like have a good time, but you're you not like, wild. mom, mom, <laughs> mom. Where's the food? I don't want that. What are we doing? Where's, I'm bored. I want to go home. Yeah. To have something for them to do, I think, is, like, hugely, hugely important. And I think that that's probably what we'll do when and if we start throwing our New Year's Eve party. Yeah, I love is that. Is inviting everybody's kids. If they if they want to bring them. If you don't want to, totally fine. But if you're someone who's like, um, I can't find childcare care, it's like, bring them. Yeah. You have shit for them to do. Not a big deal. I think that's really fun. Because then you can, like... Call them all downstairs for the ball drop. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Call them downstairs to like play a game or do something or whatever it is. But then they also have like all of their friends there, Mm -hmm. people of the same age, and they can go entertain each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are my tips and tricks for entertaining. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I genuinely enjoy or believe that life should be enjoyed.
1: Yes. We only got one chance. As
0: much as possible. Let's Truly. Do Let's do it up. That kind of sums it up for me. Yeah. Love entertaining. Would do it all the time. Enjoy your your hosting.
1: Yeah. The biggest thing I think about hosting a party is to not, like you said in the very beginning, don't to circle back, is don't be overwhelmed by it.
0: Yep. Do a little bit every day. Give yourself more than enough time yeah. to get it done. Literally start. Mo- if you know you're having... Even if it's a dinner party for five people. Mm-hmm. If you know you're having that three months out, start. Yeah. Like
1: and then it there's takes no the reason stress out of
0: it. It takes all of the stress out of it because you you it's one thing to have a ton of time to do these things. Like if you're gonna start three months out for a dinner party of five, you have more than enough time. It's another thing if you're trying to do it in like three days. Yeah. You know, don't wait till the last minute.
1: Yeah, cuz then that adds a, a different layer uh, or <clears throat> adds stress to it. Which is going to clouds
0: your it- thinking. You can't not as creative. You're not as you're not as able to you know, think through things and procure, you know, whatever special kind of something you want. Uh-huh. Right? Like it just gives right. you less time to work with, which is by nature limiting. And then in you've got every to
1: potentially way. make you not want to do it. Right. Or take that joy out of it. You'll be know. too stressed during the actual event exactly. to enjoy it yourself. Exactly.
0: Enjoy it. If you feel like it's getting too overwhelming, try to outsource some things. Yeah. If you can, hire someone to do, like, one part of it for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, like, cook all the food, hire a food truck. Yeah. Hire a caterer. Hire fucking Chick-fil-A.
1: My favorite thing to hire, to circle it back, if I was when I posted a big party, is actually a waitress yeah and or a bartender or both more so not because i'm not capable of like putting out food and heating it up it's the fact that it's they just, do that all
0: it's their only focus
1: and then they clean it all up yeah so you are done with your party your food is packaged up put in your fridge all your dishes and serving ware is cleaned is up done, yeah. and it's all done. And then you don't have to worry about it. You yep. don't have to worry. It's like one less thing to worry about at the end of the party. 100%. And then you're actually able to enjoy the event yourself because right. you're not worrying about
0: oh, yeah, clean up next day and
1: or hucking things out like during the party and yeah. constantly making sure things are warmed and people are it, it allows you to mingle more and take, you know, have the conversation and enjoy the event for sure. So
0: for sure. Bottom line. Enjoy your time with your friends and family. You don't get it back. That's right. All right, y'all. We'll fucking see you next week.